but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a wing splits. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Wings as well. Mugs, you're with Moz, you're with the boys here at Two Mugs Punting. I've got the bean. Moz, how are you? <laughs> you just, you just I saw that, I saw that like, glint in your eye of the, um, of the, the you saw the, you thought of the Gold Coast track this weekend, which is where we head in Queensland. I just saw that sparkle, that spark in your mind that you just thought, can't wait to be back down there. <laughs> That's it, mate. Just got to polish up the old uh, white shoes and everything in between because the old brothel, the brothel trotters, yeah. mate. That's what they like down there. The mate, brothel trotters. <laughs> the white belt, the white shoes. But look, on a Serious note, because that's what we are, mate. We're serious here in the podcast. It's uh, I think it's Pink Ribbon Day, which is a big day for them with breast cancer awareness. Yep. So very good day to the Gold Coast Turf Club, Brisbane Racing Club. Don't really seem to do too much for anyone else but themselves. But that's uh, another podcast <laughs> and another time. We could talk about a lot about that. Yes, exactly. But mate, it's a pretty handy card. I'll tell you what, like. Last week uh, at Doombin, I think we had, you know, the, the return of the alligator blood, which hindsight's a great thing. Return super, you know, was probably never primed first up to win, but, you Just know. kick by about 400 lengths. So yeah, well, well that's. Still lost by, what, oh, half a length or something. And I, I was at the track. If it, if it jumps fairly, wins. Yeah, right? exactly. That's it. I was at the track, and I think everyone I spoke to, Seconded the uh, the echo that you know it a well it's not its grand final but didn't have it mapped to to be sitting where it was you know yeah. I don't think of whether that that was yeah well, whether that was even just a bit of a uh, let's use this as a training run to see how the big boy settles and hits the line hard yeah. who knows Davey Van Dyke didn't tell us either he, way he wasn't hard. bullish though they did an interview I saw a few yeah. interviews with him and he was pretty sort of like I mean he's pretty chilled out at the best of times old. D Van Dyke, but he was pretty. D-D-D. He was pretty relaxed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's, oh, mate. that's a concern. There is much bigger fish to fry than a yeah. forty thousand dollar Brisbane handicap. He was relaxed, Saturday. and Big Bobby Heathcote had it sitting in his hand, saying how good how good the fire was. So um, that was the performance of the weekend for me. That's an mate. absolute highlight. Shout out to the Roth Fire crew, and we are your number one fans because I think he will be. He's Very a force, to beat in the absolute brothers. force to be and reckoned when with. When he goes to the Everest, he will be even harder to beat. Yep. Uh, and even still, like, we loved paying out Huey Bowman a little bit for his ride on Farnan, but I still think that those two are still a, a massive cut above the rest of the field that's going to yeah. line up in that Golden Rose. And look, Rothfire has obviously just shown that he can he can go from the front, speed on. Um, and see you absolutely bloody later, or just camp behind the speed, which we saw on the weekend. Huey was just decided to be an absolute twat of a jockey and go, let's go. And he's got um, three weeks. But did he? Yeah, he yeah, did. He got That's three right. Weeks. Good. He is appealing. Well, he, he's, yeah, he's got three weeks. Will that mean he'll miss the ro- the rose? Yeah, what a shame. Back hey? for Everest Day. Oh, how bloody convenient. Hey, hasn't he had a bloody turmoil 2020, mate? Been a, oh, been a disaster for him. Far out, mate. Well, phew, 
For mate, if last COVID week, was a jockey, it'd be Hugh Bowman. Yeah. Oh, mate. I think we even put up a bit of a shout out, you know, like this time last, well, what, two years ago now, the most loved sporting person in the world, Hugh Bowman, just with the association of the great mayor. And how she can, she the world make, changes. She can make anyone look good, though, to be fair. Well, he's let us down. I think, I think we're seeing that uh, that truth has certainly come into fruition right now. But. I will say, though, on that race, just before we move on, I think Ole Kirk... That's, mm. that's the horse to follow. That come back super. Yeah, the way it attacked the line, it looked. It looked. If anything, can maybe win. Probably the race it, it is looks, it the champagne. It looks like a real. Is it the champagne a couple of weeks after that's at yeah, the mile? I yeah, think that's. It looks a real you know, horse that. Oh, last start, mate. That was it. Had a bit of a booming turn and foot, but I think it's it's sort of that Castle Vecchio mo, uh, mold from you know last season, where it just runs super in the rows. Swamping the line through, you know, second, third, fourth, yeah. and you just look and well, as soon as this thing gets out to a bit of distance, yeah, load really hard to beat. Load up, of load course. up. But mate, last weekend look a bit of mixed results. Um, I know myself, and this is just why we love the punt, mate. <laughs> I bloody could not pick a uh, you know a, a choir boy in a priest's secret getaway. In a hidden camper van in the uh, in the middle of the woods, <laughs> we can say what we want in this was, podcast. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. Mate, it was, it was a disaster. About three o'clock in the afternoon. It, or exactly, something. mate. I literally had you know my last hundred bucks in the accounts, and they were loaded because I was I was keen for a big day. Onto the uh, onto the fire, onto the Roth fire, got me back in the game, and then. It was within, you know, half an hour. Next skate to Paris was massive. Blew out to nine bucks. Couldn't believe it. So launched up into that. And then Fierce Impact comes home for yeah. for Moz there in the group one as well. So that's just why we love it, mate. You Is can go two or three nil now. That's two, uh, two nil. Two nil. Two nil. So, mate. You're in trouble. <laughs> well, you're in trouble. You got two group ones this weekend to look forward to. But I think we could be. In, I think I could. I think it could be four two, maybe. Exactly, <laughs> mate. Good weekend. Well, look, we'll, we'll get started on some form because we will. Uh, we will butt in the gaps here, mugs, because there's been you know some big developments in the world of racing, especially around the Everest, that we're pretty excited about. But yeah. Uh, but this weekend, it looks pretty good, mate. Gold Coast Race 1. So, as we said, we're down the highway into some uncharted waters. Um, not one of my favourite betting tracks, I must admit, the Gold Coast. I go okay at the Gold yeah, Coast. I don't half mind. Yeah, you, you, you're looking at me. Uh, you give me a bit of a stare right now. So, I reckon you're pretty pumped for the weekend. But I reckon we'll get uh, I reckon we'll get the good track down there at the Gold Coast. I think yeah, the weather's... It's soft five. Yeah. The sun... It's it 27 degrees They seem to bloody do this to us every if week. A, if it's a soft five on Saturday, I'll eat my hat. Can't see it being a soft fire. There's no chance. I don't. I wonder how this happens because I dead set reckon we have this conversation every week. Yeah. And we live. I'm just going to decide. It's been 40 degrees all day, <laughs> and then oh, it could be a softer doom. But well, it's fucking not going to be a softer doom. And upgraded to a good two after four minutes. Yeah, I'm going to be given my own trap condition reports. I think from now on. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it. the mugs rating is a good four right now. There, mugs. So if you're playing along at home, scratch out your soft form because. We're going to need the good form, and we've got the Phillies first up on the handicap. So, Mashani Miss pulled our pants down a little bit last start there at Dooman. Pretty impressive win. Um, just looking back through, I think uh, we were on strike that day, which was a bit of a put a line through run. Yeah, but on the weekend. Yeah, it is. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but leads the market there at 260, mate. We've got one of the Golan runners there, Adventurine, at $2.90. So, two horse. Field in the market, 
But again, mate, these are those those you know second crop of three year olds that are sort of first, second, third, you know races, if not first, second prep. So you know late season, early season. Let's uh, let's find some winners. Easy, mate. Mm, Adventure okay. Install install the rain. Remember that? Remember Ooh. that? Install the rain. It's install yeah. Adventure rain yeah. this weekend, mate. It's a new um a new ad we'll be running on the podcast, but um. Yeah, this field is in superb form. Hit us up the sponsorship, uh, Reem. Two starts. Um, absolutely bolted in the coast last. I don't even watch. I'm, I think I was flicking around on the um, on my tab account that day and I managed to flick over. And it was just yeah. an absolute gap job. So if you want to give that a watch. But there's no pace in this race, really. I think Mishani Miss will be um, sort of behind the speed. Um, Salabras will be thereabouts. But I just think Adventure Reem will lead. It'll be wound up for the Golan Yard. And only carrying 54 kilos with no pressure, $2.90 looks a pretty good bet to me. Mate, well, I'm, uh, I'm looking through the same form lines as you, but the one that I've got on top, Selbreeze. Selbreeze. So the T and Harrison uh, jockey team in the Kendrick Yard. Um, and it actually knocked Aventurine off in that debut where I think uh, I think there was a bit of buzz going around about Aventurine that it's, you know, he's got a pretty high opinion of it. Um, and look, did a lot wrong that day. Selbreen just did a little bit more right. Simple as that. And I reckon it could just even map the same here that Adventurine just gets to the lead, unfazed, and I'm just sort of hoping for that slip up that Selbree or Selbris, doesn't matter if it wins, we can call it whatever we want. <laughs> but mate, seven bucks, you know, I'm just going to, yeah, you got to find a short field. Yeah, I still just think Mashani Miss was uh, a bit of circumstance who's got the win last start then. Horse. Yeah, it, yeah, it just took the lead, and there was nothing took it on. It, it was. was just all. It was just yeah. I think. I mean, those that got got it got a fairly good price because I think it was three thirty into two twenty or whatever it paid that. That's day. right. But it got hammered it in. Got crushed as soon as the money came mm. like that. I was a bit scared about strike. I was like, Ooh, we're in trouble here. Yep. But no, yeah. mate. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, look, interesting start today, and it looks like uh, well, Benny Thompson is uh, riding there yeah, a up bit here. for the gone. He's had, so he's had his slice. Yep. He's not his license. He's shifted up shifted here. Shifted up here. Yeah. Done, his, done his time yeah, in quarantine jail. Yeah. And Big Bailey's just going to earn that number one spot back. Maybe. B. Thompson used to get good rides down in Vigia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the class. Like, he's not a he's no slouch. No, exactly. So, yeah. If anything, it just just means that Mr. Golan's got a yeah, – uh, makes our life a little bit tougher. Another superb rider. We've got a bit between two of them. Well, mate, there is a combo that you can rely on these days, and it's by the name of the Van Loney or Ma Dyke, whatever order you want to put it in. doesn't really matter, but Maloney Van Dyke, that's what we're talking about, has expressed fantasy here in the second $2.60 after a bit of a uh, letdown performance last start. I remember I think it was about $1.50, and it was just the multi-banker, which hurt us a little bit. Yeah. But... That big boy that we talk of, Big Bailey, he's lined up there and still invincible in, with the Golan Yard on the second line of betting, mate. And then there's just a couple again of those, you know, repeat offenders, even Lou Books here, mate. Yeah, he's That sums up. Big fucking Lou Book for the Waller Yard. Yeah, he's up, he's mate, I'm pretty sure at one stage Lou Book was the favourite for the two-year-old Magic Millions. It was, when it was, it was one of those mad sprue courses. Yeah, it was a sprue. Really, it's been dead set. It's been dead I don't even set. think it made the field because it couldn't win a race. Nah. Couldn't have enough, no, enough in the back. Prize money, yeah. How good. Anyway, who's got egg in our faces? The Mugs or Chris Waller? I think it's about one all. 
Yeah. Who wins race two, mate? Mate, race two was a good one for me, actually. I went through the form and I I have Express Family Fancy Blackfoot. I think we tipped it last time, that stupid price. And that was largely because um, of its of its obviously its form and its trials and stuff like that. Um, Metamorphic looked pretty good in that race, but there's one here that's come up at just absurd odds. Like it just doesn't make sense. And that's um that's the Matt Dunn trained our echo. Got the big mad dog, oh. mad dog Frad on top, and um, I just thought it um, it ran a pretty good third to run for glory. Who I will note is odds on fave in the next race. Yeah, dollar fifty five. I think into a dollar fifty. It was ridden three wide the trip by the master himself, Mister Frad, and still was climbing on uh, over the top of them late when they passed the line. And I just thought that form line run for glory. It's been going super of late. I think it's four in a row into five behind so you, Skate the Paris form, mate. It is yeah. the form right now, isn't it? So you you can't clear the form, and I'm getting twenty dollars and or twenty three. I think it was. It's into twenties. There's been a bit of early money, but it was twenty threes and fives. I think late last night, and I just think. At that price, you know, in what's a pretty open race because Express Fantasy, I think, is vulnerable. And then there was a few others at the top of the market that are probably there. Still invincible. You've got Golan and, and um, Golan and Bailey there together. But I just thought at the price, it's a, it's a pretty good each way bet. 100% Hunting the value. That's all right. As long as you didn't say uh, Lou Book or Metamorphic, I yeah. think uh, yeah. I was happy to listen to your, your spiel here, mate. Yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm looking outside of Express Fantasy too because I just think he just did, you know, at the shorts, a midweek, did a lot of things wrong. And if it was, you know, this is a much harder field, obviously. Yeah, but there's anything wrong here, he loses. Anything, exactly. But he doesn't just finish second by a lip. He'll, he'll get you know, fourth or fifth and get rolled by some good horses here. And I think still Invincible just has the runs on the board this prep. Um, Last start winner, the start before that, mate, it was, well, it was a bit of a line-through run. It started at $1.90 favourite that day. I think it pulled up with a poor post-race recovery, which we have no idea what that means. But anyway, it's an excuse too many beers out there. Like exactly. But, mate, I'm just looking at this speed map as well, and I, I tend to find at the Gold Coast, it is a bit that Doombin-esque where it's yeah, – it can be on pace. I've got, a, yeah. I've got a few comments down there like, please don't be on pace this week at the coast because because a few of my runners, and I think um, – and unfortunately our echo is one of them that will be running on late, so fingers crossed that we're um, not yep. – not having that sort of a situation. Well, that's it. And the rail, the rail is pretty much in the true, but they they do race there every weekend as well. So the the track's still going to be you know in immaculate condition because we love our neighbours down the GC, but it's still going to have that little bit of a perhaps a chops factor where the rail is where you want to be. And this fella is going to be, if not leading. Um, one oh, back yeah. right on the pace as well. So, mate, I'm happy to, to get on the original dream team and still I'm getting seven bucks for yeah, a winner. It's so game, it's it's it? apart from the shorts, like this is a pretty open field. So I thought open, even with the shorts it was open. I just yeah. thought, just, as soon as I saw Express Fantasy come up that price, it's under well, every day of the week. As soon as I saw Express Fantasy, I knew it would be short. So that's what they love to do. You have a midweek fail and they just pump the tyres back for the weekend, mate. Yeah, it's just, anyway, there's value for the mugs out there. Yeah, because, uh, well, race three, I don't think there is a lot of value for the mugs. No. Because uh, it's just one that just keeps doing the thing and that keeps winning. Yep. Run for glory. Dollar fifty-five though. That is the big question. Um, you got look. There's a few other horses. We'll read them out out of respect. But you got Baganon for the Van Dyke Yard. I think it's had a bit of a North Queensland campaign. Aquavide look keeps winning, popping up. Tarbert was a good second behind Run for Glory last start. 
prioritise for the Trigay yard. A lot of Creek Gold, mate. That's probably the speed factor in the race. I don't think anything will look to take it on. Um, is it put in, put out, or are you finding some value? No, I just thought I don't, I don't, I don't like the odds on. No. But um, that terrifies the crap out of me the last couple of weeks and the way it's gone a little bit. But I just think run for glories. I mean, what's this five on the trot? I backed out our echo the race before, and I'm trusting that form one. I think just the class, and I think probably should win again. But I think I might save my pennies for another race in terms of um, putting any dollars on the line, but that will be my tip for this affair. That's it, mate. And, look, there's a few shorties later in the card that yeah. I think we can make a nice little multi yeah. run for glory. But I will note, like, Tarbert was was a battling second and run for glory last start, and that's popped up at the eight. So I reckon that could be a bit of a exact to play. Yeah. Um, as we just hope that that bubble doesn't pop on run for glory because – you know, it's a bit of a... Uh, 54 kilos with a two-kilo claim. Yeah, and she's... So that's uh, Georgie, Georgina Carveride. She's up. So she's up. Melbourne. She's got the two claim. Um, yeah, and again, I think it's a different cut of apprentice down yeah. in Victoria than, uh, than what we get up here. So it'd be a bit of a... Well, not a bad start to the riding campaign up here for a little... Yeah, Jiggy it's a good ride for her. For yeah, stuff, I think you and I could win on it, yeah. mate. <laughs> so she's got to have a little bit more hope, you'd think. <laughs> oh, mate, race four. We'll kick on. We'll kick on uh, because we get the three-year-old Colts and Geldings in the handicap conditions here. So over the 1,200 metres. So for those that are not familiar with the GC, this is a bit of a tricky start, the 1,200, because it's a bit of a shoot, yep. which goes into a first turn pretty quick. So, And then you yeah. cooked if you are very wide, yeah, which – which I probably should have uh, told myself that before my pick because I'm going with the Northern Raider, rolling with the flow oh. on top for me. Where have they drawn? So I've drawn barrier 10 of 10, which is also very, very handy. But shooting for gold, mate, $2.50, you know, has done nothing wrong. But, you know. It was the only horse chasing the shiny miss, but you didn't back that yeah. first. So then well, that's it, make, it, we... make, it makes sense why you are. If you tip the shiny miss mm. and then you weren't tipping shooting for gold, oh. I'd be like, oh, come on. Exactly. Mate. So I just. Well, going back to that sort of uh, barrier stat information that we brought up, you know, this these sort of races with young horses do become a little bit messy pretty quick. So you could find rolling with the flow um, it does have a bit of early speed, but just might be able to get across hopefully in a good position. And then you've got a horse, you know, like Highland Sun and Mass Destruction there in the second and third lines of bettings that might just be caught a little bit awkward behind those sort of first three or four runners. So shooting for gold though, mate, $2.50. Is it odds on load up or odds on look on for yourself? No, I thought it was a pretty hard race actually. I've gone um, I've gone with um, Highland Sun here. It came through the race where um, where Midland led and it, I don't know if you've rewatched that race, but Midland was all over the place. It was, ab- it was an absolute schmozzle. I think it – Start off in about lane oh, two, yeah, coming yeah, down straight, and it ran in front of about. I think it ran in front of Highland Sun about three or four times. I mean, it was massively hampered. Still attacked the line. I just thought from the gate, Dale Smith, Stewie Kendrick, pretty cute yard, and like the combo draws the four. Should be right in behind the speed, and if the gaps appear late, I think Highland Sun will be pretty hard to beat. I just, I think it had more to give in that race, and it would have run a heck of a lot closer if it wasn't. You didn't have Midland running, you know, left. It was doing it was doing the odds. Yeah, well, I, I think, front of it all I think a bit of money straight. came for it that day too, yeah, didn't I it? Just, so. I just think it's $7 in this race where I think potentially shooting for gods a bit of unders that um, I'm happy to take it on. Well, take it on, mate. 
The next race, race five, uh, I think I can feel the uh, excitement in the air, but before we sort of indulge in, and don't worry, Bean's in the seat still to come there at, uh, at home, Monks. <laughs> But this week there was some news that broke that, well, two bits of news. I don't know if it was last week that Rothfire was snapped up for the great race that is the Everest. And, of course, we hate Victoria most of the time. So we're more pumped for the Everest like the rest of the world, except for the uh, Melbourne Racing Club, seems to believe. That's right. But uh, Tefane snapped up as well. Did mention on the pod yeah. last week, remember I said that? I said, well, I, said I bet you Tefane was... gets picked up. Yeah, and it sort of leads to believe, and, and, and I read, the Bean's done his homework here and brought up a list for me, which is very, very handy. So the confirmed starters, Muggs, if you don't know yet, I think we've got five out of the 12 field. you got Rothfire, Tefane, Gitra, of course, Nature Strip, and Classic Legend. So Tefane snapped up. I guess Santa Ana Lane is probably the big sprinting name, but, mate, it's... Yeah, you said it. You said a few. You said it. I think it was last week when you mentioned it. You said because I said you said, "Oh, it's a bit light on in terms of sprinting." It's just who else have we got? I said I think Tafane will get picked just because it's on the up. It's on the up and up, right? But you're probably spot on because because there's seven spots left. Yeah. Who who who? who, Well, I guess. On the upside, uh, you've got Bivouac, it, yeah. but the Dolphin have a slot. So does a horse like Anders, if it wins the well, more stakes, does it get a run? That's like, are there a few like that that potentially? I think that's almost the mold now too that you have to just with yes, 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 winning it. Yeah, if you can get a three-year-old yeah, colt, obviously. Yeah, they were um, a three-year-old colt. Bang! Crazy. So I'd imagine Godolphin's attack is probably get trekking and bivouac into the race because yep. trekking is still probably the unspoken yep. about horse too. Like won the Stradbroke a um, couple of years back, beats Gitra. Well, sorry. Yeah, no, did beat Gitra on yeah. that Goodwood. Um, so, look, if Gitra is the form line, well. Trekking's got to be in there. I'll put him in my is slot. The, um, but, yeah, we'll just, we'll just want to get the feelers out there, Mike. Let's just start talking about it. Does the old does the old boy, can we um, can we, can we we mount a campaign to get Jungle Edge in the race? Oh. <laughs> Because I would love that, mate. <laughs> mate. That would be that would be the highlight of my life, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I know you get G-Char in the race. It in, was. Terms, in terms of racing, that would just blow my socks up. We could get they the were, old boy. They were campaigning, and and yeah. we've been to. I think we've been the last three Everests. Unfortunately, we'll miss miss this year's down there. It's but been wet it's been a slop every single time. It is, but not just a slop. Like we're talking. We've been standing there with we're, we're a talking, table above our head to protect us from the rain because we didn't bring an umbrella. We're talking, I think, that the year Osborne Bulls ran second or third and it came flying down the outside. Oh, nearly of the took us out. And if you've ever been around, we, yeah. there's about there's about 150, maybe 200 metres between where, the, where one rail is and where the other rail is, and he came launching down there. So I think yeah. Tommy Berry, but he's still on vodka coke on, yeah. the, on the way <laughs> through, mate. Through. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting little setup, all that. So, we'll, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that plays out. I don't. Um, are there any that you want in the race? Or not there yet? See, that's the that's the question I asked myself today, and I just really couldn't think of any. I mean, I think the sale of the WA Raiders has probably gone a little bit. I mean, you had uh, Windstorm. And showmanship over here that would cause a bit of spruit, but showmanship's gone back home. Windstorm probably didn't win last week like he bloody should have. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's going on with the um the 
What's happening? To, I thought people in WA were supposed to be tough. Yeah, who knows, mate? Not, softer than Victorian. Not the horses. <laughs> I think what's what would be a really good guide. This Golden Rose coming up in what two or three weeks, yeah, where you have there'll be a few out there. You know, you've got North Pacific, um, even like Doubtland, those two Hawks Colts. They're obviously, you know, you've got the the commercial side of things too. So, mate, I reckon we got to get Kiss Kano in there. Well, I reckon she's a dead set chance. If it's wet and three rolls of the go, she gets the well, light weight. We won't, mate, she is a dead set chance. We won't go race. too far in that because I've got some journalistic feedback to uh, to share with the pod. She be, she's being rough for No, I'm spoiling No, well, so kiss, exactly. But Kisakano, the plan is if she performs well this week, they want to go down for the flight stakes. In Sydney, which is a mile race. So, but you're right, quote unquote. Uh, I think the trainer said this, otherwise, I heard it somewhere from probably Bazza at the pub. He said, a mile, you don't know a horse is going to run it until you run it. So, what happens if if it goes to Sydney for the flunk effort of a flight stakes, just because it's not a miler? Freshen up, back into the Everest. The Battle of the Queenslanders, mate. Oh, jeez. We need to kiss Kano, lads, to send out a hat, I reckon. <laughs> Otherwise, we're on Team Rothfire, which we are anyway. We love the big Rothy. He's an absolute genuine chance in that race as we speak. So speaking of champions, mate, this horse may not make the Everest because I think it's going to be a 1,000 metres too short. <laughs> but Joymaker. It's just doing nothing wrong at the moment. Mate, he's back again. Yeah. He's back again. He's still getting four <laughs> bucks. I mean, he put like away, you know, the last two wins, he's put away pretty much this field. And uh, we do line up here, though, in the Chris Waller Middle Distance Handicap Invitational. So, Joymaker Maloney goes on board, too. Four yeah. bucks. Can I talk you out of it, or are you just going to go on and confirm it with the bucks? I'm worried a little bit, Kat. I am a little bit worried, I must say. Um, I do love Joymaker, but that one and a half kilo swing in the favour of he runs away with the Waller Polish, Duple C on board. Uh, I don't give two tips any week, really, but I just, I don't, I don't like this. I, like, I just, I just feel like he's, he's, I feel like he's almost vulnerable here, Joymaker. I feel like it's, it's at the limit and I've, I've gone Joymaker or he runs away. It's a bit right. of, it's, it's it's a dead set. It's honestly it's a, a dead set coin flip for it's me. A bean double. No, but just because it's too hard because I think Joymaker's a class should be winning. But it lost. I think it was he runs away was 0.7 of a length. It's yep. a one and a half kilo swing. That's that's at least a length. That one and a half kilo swing more really. And I just feel like it's just a well. And I, these, I think it's just I think it's just a danger game. These week. races now too, we need to bring in those Waller tactics. Yeah, I so. just I just feel like it could be a bit of a. I think I think he runs away might nab this. They're my they're my two for this. All race. right, well so hold on, because I'm about to spin the Waller wheel. Oh no! no, no. What have you? Ding 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 ding. So it is. He runs away. Turn to win this week. Moz is on. It just. It just seems like a. Yeah. Mate, it I, just I, gets. I couldn't, I couldn't split them, and I just thought it just gets in that little bit better. It's yeah, and even even prior to its sort of last couple of starts, its big form there was against Stardome, um, and just gets a massive weight swing even on that the other runner. So he runs away at five fifty, Stardome at six. Like the market yeah. is pretty tight on all of them here. 
I just think no, that... 54 and a half. Yeah. yeah, I just think that its form has just been too consistent to knock. Fastnet, Cyclone, Joymaker. I mean, these these four have been pretty much battling every week. And I think this week is the week that he runs away, just gets that little bit of advantage in the weight. That third start there as well, the 2200, the other two are probably just on the back foot a little bit. So let's hope we can jag this one, mate, because this will be heroic. Yeah. That we jag a Chris. We've picked a Chris Waller runner. Yeah, to get the, if it's, to get the Waller handicap. Oh. To get the Waller handicap, can the mugs finally get on the right side of a Waller runner? Oh, it's just exciting, mate. It's why we love mate, the. Mate, that's why I love the punt, mate. I hope so. That's why we love the punt. All right, mate. Look, it's coming into Quaddy. Is there a uh, is there a bit of a beans in the sea? I know we we probably carried on a little bit tonight, but this Thanks. segment always has time. There's a there's a little one. It's it's not a it's not a big it's not a big mad sack, but it's one that I just need to apologise to a few of the mugs for keeping on tipping. Yeah. That's one that ran on Wednesday at um at Eagle Farm, and that's trumped up. It has an absolute pee heart. This horse. It does. It's got it's it's a dead set cat. I think that was your exact message to me yeah. two seconds <laughs> after the race as well. It's it it had all of running it. It was right in behind the pace. It had every opportunity to win that race. It should have just peeled off, gone bang, put them to the sword, ran fourth. Yeah. Fifth, I think, even. It, it might have didn't been even fifth. have the heart to hold on for a yeah. place. Yeah, it's, it's got a pee heart, so trumped up. I know that um, Jim Byrne didn't ride it this time around, but I, it's gone. It's in the sea. It can't win that thing. It's It's been. It, it's had two races back-to-back. Back. I've haven't even bothered to go through its form because if you had the two runs that it had its last two races, mm. you haven't run in the top three. There's a there's a problem. It's dead set in the sea, trumped up sea up. Good, yeah, good. Don't pick it in a few no. weeks like you did with slow hands. No, well, we'll, we'll wait till we get to race nine. Here. Oh, yeah, Jeez. I sort did see that. Jeez, God, if it comes up again. I'll just about deck you, uh, mate. Well, let's not get there just yet. We've got race <laughs> six to get through first, and look, the quaddy, mate. Uh, I think this is gonna we're gonna fly through this in about two minutes because I think this is a pretty. Oh, no, I reckon it's a short way home from my form, but that's why there's two of us because we can get a bit of variance. But you got the move, mate, $1.90. This thing had all the ability in the world, just had a little bit of a big brain between the legs. That's been chopped. Dictum first up since a gelding uh, at Ipswich, so this is obviously a harder task. But again, mate, no wins maiden uh, in town, that is. You got Beaufort Park there coming off. A good win. Dream Master is one of those ones that's getting close. Yep. For now, I notice is now with the Schweder Stable from the, the yes, also. down from the north. Um, and again, it's a pretty open field. So as you sort of said, that 1,200 meter start, mate, I'm on the move. I just think he is a little bit of cut above, but I'm not a hero finding him at $1.92. Bucks. So hopefully you can give the monk something to juice up. The juicer. Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm on the um, I'm on the Northern Raider down yeah, in the Sweetest Stable. I thought um, I, like I thought I thought last start um it was in that Parker race where friend of the month Wigo was a thief. Yeah, and stop because oh, he's he switched on mate. He knows <laughs> yeah, how to bloody ride a horse. horse. Of course he does. And um, I just thought here it gets in super well at the weights. Carries the fifty four kilos. It has mm. form around a race which just has wild speed. This, this race has more speed than you can buy, you know, your local nightclub in the valley at 2 a.m. in the morning. It's out of control how much speed it has. And I just think duplicy here, it'll be running down the outside. Draws the 11, but that's all right. Gets back. We've got a 400-meter straight for it to wind up and go bang. 
has done similarly up at Cairns and a few of those big wide open tracks up north. And I just thought in a race where, yes, the move's going to be hard to beat with the nuts off, I thought Fanar at $11, astute stable, first start for them. But I think... I think it's I think it's quality regardless of which stable it's at, and I think Kelly might have found a nice little horse here. Beautiful, yeah. Yep. No, I do do rate the uh, North Queensland form. See Didn't have too know. much fun there today, but Overs God, I'll tell you what. Oof. At work again, mate. One of the one of the tips. I can't even. I, as soon as I don't pick a winner, mugs, I forget the names of the horses because they're <laughs> dead to me. But oh, I think it was five. Picked it at five <clears> into two dollars fifty. Runs a ripper uh, ninth. That's what oh. I tell your kids about. Oh. Anyway, mate, I don't think there'll be any letdowns in the next race. We got Kisakano, 53 kilos, the feature of the day, the Pink Ribbon Cup. I guess the only concern here is it's the first time she steps up against the older horses. But barrier four, probably going to get the front, if not box seat. Um, I mean, we've got some handy horses here, don't get me wrong. Maddie Rocks, she's a boss, Star Reflection, Epic Girl, Jardin Rouge, Amicidia. I think if we went through every one of these horses, yeah, tipped them all, but I think Iscano, regardless of that little query, is cut above. And this is the scene of the crime. It's dead said. It's dead said. Mate, it's an absolute lock. Yeah. Dollar 60, mate. Iscano is just, yeah. Throw it every month. I think this is your she's run, a, run for glory, Kiss yeah, Kano double yeah, up. Yeah, she's an absolute star. There's just no there's no more words I can say about her. Yeah. Well, and that's, as we said there, Mungs, if she wins and wins well, yep. the Sydney campaign is back on. Yeah. Back and, she, on. and she will. And she will. Uh, and then we move on to race eight, which I think I can just replace the word Kiss Kano with Zeus style here, mate. I can't believe I'm getting a dollar ninety. Uh, I've seen a dollar seventy on your screen. Gee yeah, whiz! You've got that. Like, right. to sign up Yeah, I won't. Well, Lad Rokes, they won't let me get a bet on anyway. But Zusol, uh, they scratched last week, probably just to avoid the blood, which yeah. is probably a smart move. Yeah. And we've got to remember this horse. Twelve months ago, we were talking about potentially getting a slot in the Everest. It yeah. was, I think, six from six, seven from seven. It's had some troubles. Um, it's been running in some good races in Sydney. It bled last start, um, so they've had to get him back to the barn, but that's where we are now. I guess a year ago, Spurcraft from Barrier 1, you would have said, give me whatever price I can get because I'll take that. But Zoo Style, mate, it's trial. It just absolutely went bang, and that was Odyssey in that trial, Spurcraft in that trial. So Team Golan, well done. I think you've got him back to his best yeah, Second this, that, mate. Yeah, this race is just another sort of lock race, I think. I think Zoo Style just sits and dicks. It'll just it'll absolutely bolt in. What is it? It's 900 metres as well. You yeah, blink and it's, it's over. Speed like, machine, mate. So you need to be, up, you need to be leading. You need to be leading. There's, there's no running on yep. this, and this horse is going to be leading. Yep, yep. exactly. Um, and I think that's probably even why they've gone here, because I don't think they do the old – well, that was 1,100 at Eagle Farm, oh, yeah. Dubin, wherever it was last yeah, week. So 900, they can just – let him burn, Max. clean those cobwebs out and yeah. eat well that night, just That's like right. you and me, mate. Easy money. And then race nine, mate, the get-out stakes, good old BM75. So down the Gold Coast, it looks like they don't uh, put a good race on last and they make us absolutely throw a dartboard at it. Chris Waller, Dittman, Prospectus, yeah. favourite at four bucks. Get your grey on. Um, oh, just a bit inconsistent. And then, can you believe it? On the third line of betting, 
These bookies must not listen to this podcast. We've got slow hands. What are you doing here, slow hands? And there's about 15 other bloody horses yeah. in this race. Um, Even at $6.50, it's probably worth a lay, to be honest. Yeah, oh, it is, mate. Um, and look, you go down the list, the only one at odds that I'm even going to read out, which I back last, I was happy go plucky here, mate. Because fine, fine machine. Fine so. machine, disappointing, but they've just let us down with runs that they should be running well in. Uh, you just don't know what to make of some of that form. And, well, hence you get the price. But, uh, well, I think the top two in the market really is this this race. Yeah, the, I just think Prospectus wins this. I think last start, get your grey on, just um, got that Ooh, lead and just, yeah, and just pulled the it away. Down. And Prospectus was hunting it down every step of the way. Another 50 metres, Prospectus wins that race. If you rewatch it, absolutely yep. just swallowed that line right up. I think the extra distance is a massive plus. Um, gets a key weight swing on Get Your Grey on as well here. Waller Polish, Dittman, who appears to be the pick of Waller's riders up here. It looks like he's yeah. the best yeah, rider. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, he rides a fair bit. For the while. Good on you, Lukey. And, um, yeah, I just think I, – I think actually think at 420, that, which it was, I think a bit of – there's been a bit of early money, but I think at that price it's a ripper bet. Yeah, I think you're spot on, mate. I'm, I'm on board there as I'm well. I'm not getting off Prospectus on the run. I just think great. No, no, well, it's dollar. It, well, get your grey on. I don't know if it really leads, but it, it made a, a mid-race move and just yeah. didn't stop. And, that, and that's and where it And the rest of the jockeys were just sitting there watching it go. So yeah. Prospectus just decided, oh, I'll make my run now at the 200, and it was too 200 metres too late. So can turn the tables here, mate. So not a bad little card. We'll wrap up there. Well, before we sneak into Group 1s, mate, best of the day, Beans Banger. Best of the day, mate. I, it's, it's tough because there's some shorts. Yeah, it's it's hard because there's just all these just mm. like odds on and all that kind of stuff. I actually think best of the day is probably Prospectus. If I'm going to if I'm going to exclude Zoo Style, Kisakano, and uh, Run for glory at the top in the third. I think Prospectus is the best of the day. I just think on its last run, it just wins that race. Yeah. Yep. All right, Mugs. Let's give you a Waller double. Moz's must have race five. He runs away at the fives. Mate. That's handy, mate. Back on the Waller army. Oh, we're all about Team Waller, mate. We're on board. If you can't beat him, join him. And trust yeah. me, we have joined him big time. <laughs> joined him big time. But, mate, we're going to, we've got two big races to quickly run through and. From looking at our uh, our pre-podcast chat, I think this will be pretty short and sweet as well because you got the Group 1 George Main Stakes there down at Randwick. Very elegant. Looks to be, well, has the race to lose, in my humble opinion. $2.40. Avilius, the big boy, great first up. Dreamforce, imaging, star of the sea. Again, you got the Waller Army in full force here. Colette at the odds, but we know that there's a longer target in goal. You're on the uh, you're on the elegant train, mate. Oh, I... It's hard not, isn't it? Yeah, it's really hard not to back her. She just does nothing wrong. She was super last start. The speed map has me a bit worried, though. Yeah, I think I think um, I think depending on how the track plays, we could have another daylight robbery occur here with with the, with old mate Dreamforce. Yeah, well, I picked. At once upon a time, so yeah, can happen. I just, I just think, I just think maybe here. I know very elegant can be on pace, but I just think Dreamforce. The query is sixteen hundred. That's yeah. the problem. I think fourteen hundred Dreamforce is almost a lock, yeah. like in terms of like a really good solid bet. But sixteen hundred is vulnerable. Um, I'm hoping very elegant's gassed. 
and I'm I'm back in Dreamforce here at the 550, mate. I think it's a value in a race with zero speed. I think it can dictate up and rolling, and it's tough as boots. Mate, I'm on the big girl again. I just think... They're the top two. If yeah. you have a Cornella oh, or an Exactor, I, I, think, man, I, think, I think they're the players. 100% on board. Avilius just has got bigger fish to fry there too, I think. But I just think she uh, is starting the streak. It's at one. Never, it's going to be at two. Never lose. On Saturday. It's never going to lose. Just Caulfield think... Cup, Melbourne Cup. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm going to make a nice little investment. Here we go, Mugs. Follow me in if you want. On a nice little Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup double at 101 odds Very on a good. little bookie called Fuck Off Sports Bet. Because <laughs> I'll smash it enough. But, yeah, I think uh, I think she's, she's the one to beat in both cups at this stage. My only problem would be if she keeps winning all these Group one races and yeah, you know the weight gets her perhaps in the Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup, maybe not so much. Yeah. But we'll cross that bridge when I'm rich, building up on very elegant every start up until then, mate. Yeah. Two dollars forty as well. It's pretty good bet. Yeah, well. it's, it is. It's not, like, you know, well, it's not a dollar fifty or anything like exactly. that. So it's yeah. That's it, mate. One more to go. So Rupert Clark, this one is a little bit more of a form analyst meat pie. Because handicap conditions, mate, you've got horses that, well, they wouldn't even make the field in a George Main Stakes here at the WFA system. But yeah. Behemoth carries 60 kilos and it's a four-year-old horse. Yeah. But again, like, you look at some of those down the list in the weights, you can't even make a case for them justifying being in a listed race, let alone a group one here at Caulfield. So... Behemoth at 480, mate. Um, what are the other runners? I can't even bloody bring Tag them up. Tagaloa. Age of Chivalry at 950. Got I mean, Storm at I mean, you look at... Banco at 12. You look at the top... Well, this is how I'm saying. The top two in the market, Behemoth and Tagaloa, just have the group one cut. The yeah. rest of the field... Are just roundabout, and this is you Strings know. Strings of Avalon's a group one winner. So yeah, he's there, but. but again, that was you know, it's a it's a try and steal a group one kind of race because even that that was age of uh, streets of no, your age chivalry. Sorry, so I think that day we had a red hot leaders rail at Caulfield. It was in lower the weights and yeah. just stole stole it through tactics. So this this setup though, you've got Behemoth Barrier Five. Perfect draw is going to be sitting absolutely peach yeah. in the run. Um, the weight swing is obviously the concern. I think I've convinced myself I'm on. Yeah, I, I saw $4.80. I, I went through the form and I tried, I actually tried to find something to beat yeah. it, but I just found it too hard. I just think two for two, track and distance, belted a better field last start in the Memsey. I know it has the weight, but I just think... Just wins again, doesn't exactly. It? You, get, you get $4.80 yeah. to find out. If you're getting $2 or odds on, then I'm worried. You yep. get $4.80 to find out. Exactly. You can almost it's play each super way. generous, mate. Super generous. And as, as we sort of said, these these handicap group ones, you, you get a dollar you can, <laughs> But these, these races where you can sort of find that young up-and-coming horse that has the upside, that gets it well at the weights, well at the draw, they can pinch it, but just don't think – that horse is in this field. No, I no. agree. Behemoth, behemoth, behemoth on top. Wins. What's this? Fourteen hundred, maybe. Uh, if it wins this, this could be an Everest yeah, discussion. Did, did you know, that. just just wind him up a bit and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Heard it here first, Marks. 
Well, we might leave you on that because that could be a good quote to end it when Behemoth wins this and gets confirmed for a slot. Yeah, straight after, yeah? mate. <laughs> straight after. We'll take you, Behemoth. Jeez. We'll get a slot first. We'll, yeah, we'll get you. We'll, we'll, we'll tag a dolphin in a few of these posts. Maybe uh, the Sheikh Muhammad can yeah. help. Now, now, now. just a spot. Yeah. Handy. <laughs> All right, Mugs. We'll leave you to it. See ya. Bye, Mugs. <laughs>